0: Welcome back to mesurrection Radio.
1: Yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yay is right. Um, <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. And uh, God, we've been gone for how long?
1: Well, I've been gone since December of last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been gone for a long,
0: long ass time. You bolted a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And when was your last show? You haven't you hadn't done a show for a while either.
0: Oh God, I can't even. You remember. left the
1: show hostless.
0: I did. Well, Josh was hosting. Josh and Josh did a very good job. Yes, he did. But I'm trying my hand at it again. Jo- Josh doesn't even know.
1: <laughs> we're, we're we're retraining <laughs> Sean as we speak.
0: <laughs> Josh, Josh doesn't even know that I took the chair away from him. <laughs> What we've decided to do um, during the hiatus, everyone's, people have been everywhere. People have been, Josh has been on a couple of vacations. He's been very busy. Alan's been out of town. Diane has been very busy. You've been doing your thing, and I've been doing mine. Michael has been busy. What we've decided. We've been on a
1: summer hiatus.
0: Yeah, we've been on a okay. summer hiatus. You know what? What we're going to do is, uh, before season two starts, John and I thought that it would be a good idea to recap our past season, which would have been our first 28, 27 shows,
1: right? Right, right.
0: And um, this week we thought we would take 10 shows. Actually, we, we both, uh, John took five, I took five, and we took our favorite little segments and clips out of each show, and uh, help me out here, John. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing?
1: (laughs) We've just compiled them for you. This was all John's idea. Uh, This was John's
0: idea. We
1: just thought it would be fun to kind of go back and kind of celebrate season one. We were kind of, um, you know, new at it, so everybody was a little nervous, and we weren't quite sure what we were doing, and, you know, we kind of made fun of that for the most part on the show, but... Um, There were some pretty serious moments that came out of it. And there were some very legitimately very funny moments that came out of season one. And we wanted to kind of put that together and recap it and put it together for you guys to listen to. Because season one is definitely (laughs) entertaining. But Sean and I thought it would be fun to just kind of get together, talk a bit about the clips that we've gathered... Um, for the first 10 shows. And we are, we're we're going to do three best-of shows. We're going to do um, this first one, which is shows 1 through 10. We're going to do second one, which is going to be shows 11 through 20. And then uh, the third show, which is going to be shows 21 to 27. And then following the third best-of show, Mesurrection Radio Season 2, Mesurrection Radio 2.0 will be debuting with everybody that you remember. And uh, Sean and I.
0: yeah surprise
1: yeah if we can remember how to do it
0: and you know season one was a learning experience for us and most of us didn't have a clue what we were doing and you had the most podcasting uh experience of all of us and that's why you were the producer and then after you left we were winging it and uh (laughs) You know, we had all kinds of equipment failures and uh, location well, you, weirdness. You
1: found out. You found out how difficult the job it is to actually edit one of these fuckers.
0: <laughs> oh my God! It's a thirty-hour week. Yeah, for
1: me, it's a full-time job editing one of these shows. When you have God knows how many clips, God knows how many voicemails, God knows how many participants. You know, we've had, we had on on a regular basis. We had five participants. So you're talking about dealing with five separate audio tracks, inserting opening music voicemails and all of this mess it's, it's oh yeah you if you start
0: adding voicemail and opening theme song and closing theme song you're talking about you know 13 14 tracks
1: yep and you've got to line them all up perfectly you go and edit something out of one and it throws everything else off and it, gotta, it can
0: be a real pain in the ass oh yeah you gotta edit you've got to take out all of josh's snorting and uh, nasal what do we call it whistling all that heavy breathing. Josh he needs an operation. Josh needs a... <laughs> <laughs> Josh needs a I, I think Josh has a deviated septum. We've never talked about it. He's never told me, but I think he does. Really? Well, that's what, isn't that what happens? You know when you have that nasal whistling? Yep. I you think got some, so. You've got to get the kink out of it. Yeah. <laughs> They run a coat hanger up in the nose, and they straighten it all out.
1: That's basically what I was doing every week editing. I was, like, taking the virtual coat hanger and taking <laughs> Josh's whistle out of his track.
0: Well, there's about 20 of them from each show that have to be deleted.
1: Yep. It's just
0: a whistling nose. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, and this is, a of this is scripted, and we didn't intend to slam Josh <laughs> but this is kind of, it's kind of funny, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but yeah, we thought we'd come back. And, uh, you know, when I was in Dallas recently, oh! well, I, was, I was down there for the Dallas uh, Resurrection Gathering. And I was able to spend all day with you guys one day, and I had a great time. Um, but I was able to talk to you, Sean, about the radio show and kind of, you know, talk to you about where you wanted to go with it and, and what your plans were with it because you hadn't done one for a while. And I expressed interest in uh, having time to come back to it, and you kind of welcomed me back into the fold. So kind of.
0: <laughs> you told me, and I jumped over and told Alan, and Alan wet his pants. We were so excited. <laughs> yes, we're, we are. We are excited to have you back, and I still love you.
1: <laughs> oh, I love you too. <laughs> But you gave me my old producer chair back, and uh, we're going to have some fun with season two. We've, we've grown, we've learned from our mistakes, we've kind of, you know, become comfortable doing it, I think, which is a lot of what starting podcasting is, you know, you, you've got to become comfortable with doing it. And, you know, going back and listening to season one, while we were pulling out these clips, the one thing that just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb to me was how scripted some of the earlier ones sounded and even some of the later ones there's you can tell people are reading you can tell people are waiting for so-and-so to finish saying this so they can jump in and say this and say that or do that you know and we've got to get away from that
0: that's the that's the big change and that's the that's the thing that you and i agreed on and i think this is gonna make the next season better i hope it does i don't know if season two is gonna be a learning experience as well because it's gonna yeah. be done very differently and right. I'm not going to be reading anything. I'm probably going to have some notes next to me, some little points of, oh, yeah, I want to talk about this. And I want everyone else to. You know, and if if if, uh, if the guys have some penis news that they want to do like uh, we've done every week, you know, they're they're welcome. But uh, I, as the host, am not going to be trying to keep up with an outline.
1: Um, right. What well, The season two is going to be more of kind of what I wanted season one to be in the beginning. When I first... Talk to Sean about doing it and producing the show and kind of shaping it into something that could be unique or different. I wanted it to be kind of a, a true round table in the sense that you're capturing a discussion between five or six friends sitting around a dinner table talking. That's And that's what it's going to be like. It's going to be very relaxed, it's going to be very unstructured. You're basically going to be eavesdropping on a conversation that five or six friends are having around a dinner table. You know, it's not going to be a news magazine where we're going to have intros for different segments and that kind of thing. We're just going to kick back with what we got in our head, and we're going to talk. Right. Hopefully what we have to say will generate some discussion and generate some feedback, which we will share on uh, follow-up shows. But what we want to do is just say, okay, every Wednesday night we're going to record. Everybody calls in. We plug in our microphone, we turn on our iRiver, and we just start talking. And Sean comes up with the topics we're going to talk about. We're not going to have any idea what he's going to come up with, and we're just going to start talking. Now that's not to,
0: right, and that's not to say that somebody like, for instance, we uh, we've had some good suggestions uh, from a gentleman from uh, our MeasureAction.com website. He, he was given us probably thirty very good show ideas, and um, that's not to say we're not going to go with that. That might be something that's on my notepad. Right. I'm not going to say. Today's topic is...
1: Season 2 is going to be different than you became used to in Season 1. Season 1 was kind of all over the place. We were testing the waters. Season 2, Sean and I talked, and we've kind of come up with a format that we want to stick with, and we're going to see how it works. And if that doesn't work, well, Season 2 is a learning experience as well. We're always growing, we're always changing. So we'll continue to change until we find the format that suits us. But I think this is going to work. Because Mesurrection, in and of itself, is kind of a fraternity, a group of people kind of getting together to talk about serious issues in a deep and meaningful way, but also having some fun with it. And I think if we can represent, as hosts and co-hosts of the show, that kind of atmosphere on the podcast, I think that's what we need to go for. Right. You know, we need to, we need to just get away from the whole news magazine kind of very structured, very organized kind of a you know, a dateline kind of show.
0: I heard that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, I suppose we should get it wrapped up here and uh, just start playing the clips. Yeah, and one um, one
0: thing one thing before we get started. I want to do one shout out. Okay. I wanted to go ahead and get this out because by the time we do release this it might be a little dated. Uh, Michael Glenwick and Fonda Cox la- uh, this past week were interviewed by the Dallas Voice newspaper and they they mentioned Mesurrection.com and I just wanted to give them a, a thank you thanks a lot guys that's uh, Michael Glenwick and uh, Fonda Cox from Dallas Gay Pod.
1: That said, let's get into the clip, Sean. I'm anxious to hear what uh, what you've come up with.
0: All right, here we go.
1: All right, and this is uh, Mesurrection Radio. We're going to start with Mesurrection Radio number one, which is subtitled "Our First Inch."
2: Alert!
3: Alert! There are gay anal photos in the gallery. Alert! Alert! There are gay anal photos in the gallery.
0: Hello and welcome to Measure Radio. This is our very first podcast, which is a new addition to our website, MeasureAction.com. This is episode number one. I'm your host, Sean, founder of Measure I'm podcasting from outside of Dallas, Texas, and I'm hoping you might warm up to my hillbilly East Texas accent. <laughs> MeasureAction.com is is the largest and best site on the internet devoted to men's size related insecurities not to mention we were also the first we're not about penis enlargement pills and gimmicks we're about accepting ourselves for who we are we dip into other men's issues like uh... erectile dysfunction and sexuality issues and and confusion we're devoted to the smaller as well as average endowed men.
4: So, Sean, tell tell me how how did it begin?
0: Well, back in October of 1997, I was surfing what else but porn, of
4: course, on the internet <laughs> in
0: uh, one of the many Usenet news groups. I was in a room, and I saw this big giant dick guy. Uh, one of the guys posted. Why do we have to view nothing but these huge dick guys? Aren't there any pics of uh, average to small ones? And I responded with, and by the way, I had never done anything but lurked on Usenet, but that night I decided I, I just, I, I'd say something, and I, res, I responded with, Yeah, where are all the small guys? Maybe I should start a club. So, after I posted that reply, I started to get emails. Many of them, in response to my reply. What would you do with them? Well, <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was doing. I, I filed them. I responded to them. Felt I might be onto something. You know, I was getting hundreds of email replies. It was incredible. There were small penis humor and humiliation sites, uh, but nothing was uh, devoted to the subject in a positive manner. I felt. So, uh, I thought about doing an email group. I didn't know what I was going to do do with it, but you know, I I, I thought I might be onto something. I didn't know anything about registering a domain name. I searched and I searched and I finally came up, I found one. It was a very friendly one called InsideTheWeb.com. I thought about it for a while and I came up with a name for my forum called Small Exchange and, I, and it was like small hyphen x hyphen change, small exchange. My new message board, it was a hit overnight. Not long after setting it up, I noticed I had 35,000 hits and uh, thought there must be something wrong.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
0: Well, since it got really popular inside the web, which was a family-oriented forum, they sent me a message. I think they were on (laughs) to me. They told me the content couldn't be hosted by them. And they themselves found me an adult site and moved the site for me. Nothing was lost. That's amazing. Yeah, that's. Funny. In the past, they had, you know, simply deleted other objectionable objectionable sites, <laughs> but they, but they took care of us, you know.
3: Well, that still wasn't our, where we are now, is it? No,
0: they set us all up at a place called GP Forums, which is the best free forum we were. It, it, it was, it was the best. We went for over a year, and then. They sold out, and they uh, were purchased by someone called Sex Sports, and it was really nasty.
4: How was it nasty?
0: Well, there was just nasty flashing banners and pop-ups and porn and pussy-licking and this and that. It was awful. No tech assistance. It was down all the time.
1: So That's the complete opposite of what Mesurrection is today, where the porn and the pussy are, are hidden now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's alive and well, but it's hidden.
0: <laughs> well, it was really bad. One day, it went down, and it didn't come back. Or, you know, it was down for like two weeks. I panicked and didn't want to lose the community I'd built. It was time to, uh, I, I, I decided it was time to start our own site.
4: So, why are we not smallexchange.com today?
0: I wanted that, but smallexchange.com, I found out, was in use by an offshore investment company. Uh smallexchange.com with hyphens was available but that can be the death of a website. Nobody remembers where the dashes go plus many would be going over to that investment site by mistake. Mm. I decided I needed a new name. I had a following I thought or hoped if I had a name change they might follow. I did some brainstorming for a for a new name for the site. The name is supposed to be exactly what it looks like. Measure you all get it. Resurrection, at a glance, it's a uh, rise above all the bullshit you have to deal with. At a glance, also, you almost see the word erection, although it's not really in there. I felt I had come up with something, maybe. My friends liked it, but I still wasn't sure. One of the best web designers in Dallas, he told me he loved it and said it was great. Brand had great branding possibilities. And... You know, once he, once he approved of it, that's all it took. Measurection.com was born.
2: Yay! Yay!
0: <laughs> Thank God. Woot! <laughs> we were saved. I purchased the domain name to get away from sex boards. I couldn't risk losing it all. Those who were at the new incarnation of the site can think back and laugh with me. It wasn't good, but the members followed. I began to search for a message board program and found one which was listed as the best five stars message forum on the planet and purchased a license.
2: And, and that's the one we're currently using now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the best discussion board on earth and I'm very pleased with it. Once I realized I had a heck of a devoted fan in Josh and found he was for real and quite the techie that, I am, that I'm not, I asked him to join me here. He's turned things around and uh, done some really amazing things. I want to thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Things which would have cost me thousands of dollars. And that's that's why I made him president.
2: We've grown so many leaps and bounds since then. Uh, Alan, who's rod enough on the site, was brought on in the last year or so when I just really couldn't handle the daily volume of mail and technical issues that that pop up. You wouldn't wouldn't believe the amount of... uh, questions and and emails we get, people needing assistance. And uh, surely without him, I'd have been in the insane asylum a long time ago. (laughs) Um, We've had almost 52,000 members register at our site, and so we get about 60 new users a day. That's 400 a week and over 1,100 per month. That's crazy. So... Yeah, several thousand of them log on each month. Wow! And uh, boy, they can they can talk. We we talk about everything from penis size, of course, to erectile dysfunction, to movies, technical stuff, humor, you name it. We we really do discuss all men's issues and a variety of general issues as well. And some of it's just plain silliness.
3: And we get about 175 posts a day. That's over 5,000 a month. And I guess we now have about. 12,000 topics and over 101,000 posts on the site. Wow. No
4: wonder it's so tough to keep up with all the reading. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what it's become. Uh, definitely rewarding. I I need to thank not only Josh and Alan for all they do. I also need to thank all of our moderator team. Without the help of our moderators who keep up with the post in the various forums and keep things orderly, uh, I couldn't do it. Thank you to Bear, Big Al, Kirk, Tim Thirty Seven, Florida Dave, John, Felion, Doug Forty Eight, New York City or Dougie, DeRuffle, who does a great job in our uh, chat room, and Diane, Boston Bill, Cartman, Ethan, and Scorpio Guy. Uh, you you guys do an, an incredible job. An amazing. And of course. Thing.
2: And, of course, we also need to thank our SOS sponsors, uh, who are our financial supporters. Oh, yeah. Uh, A few years ago, when the site became too costly to operate due to the traffic, uh, Sean actually pondered shutting the site down. And when that happened, several of the core diehard members uh, really stepped up. They came forward with financial donations voluntarily to fund the site, and they became known as SOS sponsors. Uh, SOS means save our site. So to this day the the site does not accept all the cheesy snake oil penis pumps and pills advertisement uh, that we could as funding, we definitely get requests for that, and, and we just simply don't believe in that, and that's not what our site's about. So we don't accept those type of ads.
0: We'd be rich uh, if we did. We mm.
2: would. We would be truly rich. But our site to this day remains uh, 100% member-funded. So without the support of these generous SOS sponsors, there would definitely be no MeasureAction.com today.
0: So, you know, that's that's where we all came from kids and on october 26th we will be eight years old it's amazing that we've been discussing man at length for eight years isn't it no kidding. that's yeah, that's, just that's crazy. incredible yeah. or you can leave us a voicemail we love voicemail at one two zero six three three eight dick that's one sorry two zero six. <laughs> can't help it it's a good one i love it I, I, the dick I'm phone i'm so glad i got that number it's i love one the dick phone one two zero six three three eight
2: three four two five remember and, uh, um sports illustrated had the the shoe phone we should like have a dick phone we can give away we need to do we need to work on that
0: uh, well, we'll work on that, Josh.
1: With a beautiful
0: testicle charger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're cordless now. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's Here are some of our favorite clips from show number two.
1: Do you peek at
0: the urinals? You know what I do when I, No, you know, this this may sound pervy. You know what I do when I go into a small restroom with just one urinal and one stall? What? I'll go. I'll go into the stall. Uh, so that just in case anyone comes in behind me, he would have to use the urinal, and then I'd get to see him when I'm washing my hands next to it. <laughs> 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 if I did it the other way around, I might miss something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense Hell, people, you me. know, I founded the largest penis dis- discussion uh, forum on the planet. I must stay on top of my game, for God's sake. got to do site research. And you... And, and you, you didn't think I ever did any administrative work, did you, Josh? No, I,
2: I, I'm, I'm surprised you're doing research for the site. That's great.
0: You know, it's just like President Bush's war. This is hard work. It's hard. The it's real hard. We have a responsibility to the people of Measure Actionville. You have to ask yourself, aren't we in a safer place today without Saddam Hussein in power? Weapons of mass destruction is what we're talking about, right? The Peter. I'm on top of it for you people. Alan, what's your take on
3: this? Do you discreetly size up the goods? Well, I try to, inconspicuously, of course. Uh, but it's very, very difficult when you wear bifocals. Your peripheral vision is just... <laughs> I never thought about that. And when you glance down, you're looking through the reading lens, and you can't see that far. It's, it's very difficult since, I mean, back in high school, in the showers and all, of course I did, but, but it's very difficult now. But nowadays,
2: yeah, if you have to tip your head back to do that bifocal read, you would definitely give yourself away, wouldn't you?
3: Yes, very much so.
2: <laughs> if the guy's big enough, I wouldn't imagine you would need the bifocals. That's true. But you know, the dip—you know—you might
0: confuse a forearm with a penis. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: true. Boy, that guy was as big as his arm. Oh, wait, that was his arm.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what about with the females? Uh, when you're in, a, like, a fitness center. Situation: Shower, changing room, or sauna. Do you uh, check out the breast or the pussy configuration or the latest pubic hairstyles?
4: Not really. Breasts, yeah. It's more about. um, Actually, women are really vicious with each other. Um, We don't dress for men; we dress for other women. And when we're undressed, it's it's pretty private in the ladies' change rooms because women are so catty with each other. We don't say it out loud, but we know the others thinking it. So we more look at we do look at definitely look at breast size, saggy butt, how's the waist, you know, things like that.
0: Meow. Okay.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there is kind of a female equivalent in a way.
0: Yeah.
4: It's not really a sexual thing, though. Whereas with guys, uh, it—and uh, correct me if I'm wrong—but isn't it almost a sexual thing?
0: Well, now we're talking here. We're we're here for gay guys and straight guys, and that's what you know. We're we're this this conversation is for both. But I I don't think it's a I don't know if it's a sexual thing on the heterosexual side. I I I, I know that heterosexual men do look and they do size other guys up. I don't think it's I don't think it's a sexual thing on their part. It may be a sexual thing on the gay guys' part.
1: Yeah, see, coming coming from a bisexual guy, for me, it's not a sexual thing at all. For no. me, it's it no. It's it's more of a curiosity thing. How do you measure up? How do you compare? What does it look like? How does yours look compared to somebody else's? It's, it's well,
0: well for gay guys, I think it's both. I think it's I think it. There's a little little sexual thing going on there, you know. And then there's also the sizing. They're they're sizing up and and they they're making. Something. For me, it's oh. more comparing. Okay. Thanks, dumpling.
4: Well, there you go.
2: I've I've never seen anybody jacking off at a urinal but have I mean, you ever know, like pulled everything out like that and gone hey hey really
0: Josh you've never seen anybody jerking off at a urinal no really I've I, I seen leave that. you a
2: shelter I go to Disney World that's about <laughs>
0: you know I used <laughs> to see <sheltered> jerk people <laughs> jerking off in a urinal when I was in the Navy <laughs> I that go to Disney show. World. <laughs>
2: you don't see a lot of that there.
0: Uh, I'm sure. Well, maybe we ought to start something.
1: Well, it's got to well, be the happiest place on Earth for a
0: reason.
2: <laughs> yeah, the next, the next Not, mini-gathering down there will uh, we'll start something. It's
0: a small world after all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Measure Action Radio, clips from
1: show number three. When did you first realize you were smaller?
4: Hello, Sean. Guess what? What? I'm Twitter-painted. Do you know why? You're what? I'm Twitter-pated.
0: You're Twitter-pated. Uh huh What's that mean?
4: It means my husband's an asshole Because just as I was closing the door to come in here and do the podcast uh-huh. He decided to get all fruity on me
0: <laughs> Fruity? Fruity What does that mean?
4: Oh. Uh, there was lips and nipples involved
0: Oh, is he still there? <laughs> they weren't bear's
2: nip- lips and nipples, were they? Put him on <laughs> Put him on <laughs>
4: So yes, I'm Twitter-pated. So if I'm a little off tonight, that's why, and you can blame my husband.
0: Okay, thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for the warning, Alan. What about you? When did you first think you didn't quite measure up?
3: It, uh, you know, I had not thought about this in a long time, but as I as I thought back, I remembered that it actually occurred in uh, Boy Scout camp. I went to a one-week Boy Scout camp. I must have been 12 years old, and uh, at the end of the day. One of the days I don't remember if it was the first may have been the first night somebody told us that there was going to be a tick inspection now this may have just been a gambit to so the older guys could you know, could see all the young guys naked or something for all I know, but in any case, we were told that we all had to to strip and uh and we were in two person tents and we were supposed to strip down to our underwear and check each other's bodies for ticks. And then somewhere in the course of this process, uh, a couple of older guys came around and and told us to drop our drawers. They were going to check our privates for, for ticks. Oh, boy. And it was in that process that one of the kids looked at me and said, fat guys always have small dicks. Aww. Mm. Mm. Oh, and so, I mean, that was a, a double hit. For yeah. my Aww. size, you know, my size around the middle, as well as the size of my dick,
0: and you were so young.
3: Kids oh, wow. are yeah. so cruel. Yeah,
0: yep. that's terrible. So
3: that was wow. when it started, and and of course, I, I mean, my observations in junior high school and uh, in phys ed during the the showers was was a confirmation of that experience.
4: Right, isn't it funny that whole poem of sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me, is such a lie.
2: Yeah, it really is. Oh, yeah. Yes,
0: uh, I want to be a tick inspector.
1: <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, <laughs> Sean, maybe we, maybe we could make T-shirts that say tick "Oh, ins-
4: totally Measure Action Radio <laughs> Tick <laughs> Inspector."
1: Hands, <The> tick <laughs> inspector. <laughs> yes, the vo- I don't he know what is it is totally with
2: hot. these
4: accents, but yeah. oh my god, maybe
2: I think you like the southern thing.
4: I do. I really do. <laughs> I like southern. I like Australian. I like English.
2: I think he's in Tennessee or something like that, yeah, or Alabama.
4: He's in Hotland, where they're hot, with hot accents.
1: <laughs> what, what about a Minnesotan accent, for Christ's sake?
4: You don't have an accent. I keep telling you that.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I still think you're hot.
0: You <laughs> do, too. Holy cow. Oh, holy cow. <laughs>
1: What
4: the hell was that?
1: I gotta come up there. I gotta see that place. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean, you gotta come up. I'll take you on the boat.
0: Yeah, we go ice fishing. Do <laughs> a little
1: fishing. We'll go up north. Up north? Show me up how north. to plow the snow. Snow. A? A? That's a. Canadian. I That's don't Canadian. Talk like
4: that. No A's.
1: No, okay,
2: I'm gonna go through all the audio and pick out all the a's. Shut and up! Make the Don't you dare.
4: Actually, you no. know what? The, the, that is the Canadian accent more so on the eastern side. On the western oh. side, I have a friend who lives in Ohio, and which I think is the funniest accent. I just love her to death. But she finally showed me what my accent is. Now, have ed- has everybody seen American Wedding? Yes. Or um, American Pie? Yes.
5: The yes. Bandcamp Girl. This one
4: time? this one time it. at Bandcamp, well, I do that. So you're next right. week we'll be um, we'll be discussing the the subject. Totally the Canadian accent.
2: This this one time on the podcast, exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she busts. I, I said I called bullshit, but then every time I would do it, she'd go aha and point at me. And yep, holy you're right. Shit, I do it a lot. Oh, but Have I you don't ever say used a. a
2: trombone or a flute, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I worked in a sex store,
2: honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Show number 4.
1: Have you ever tried to blow yourself?
2: Hey, I wanted to say something. Last week, you sang the theme song from the Lucky Bitch Radio Podcast mm. during our opening, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and that did get me listening to the to Wanda's podcast. And now, oh, you did. You got to hear it. Yeah, I've got that silly theme song in my head. So, in <laughs> in honor of Wanda, and special for you, Uh-oh. I made you a little something. What um, to listen to? There's a man named Sean. Oh. Who's got a radio show? He's the king of small media. It's Small Dick Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Small Dick Radio.
0: (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, my God, that's
2: priceless. Fantastic. So now you've got your own little ditty.
1: Where did you
0: get the Small Dick Chorus?
2: (laughs) It's all me. Was that all you? different parts and
0: edited together. Wow, that was cute our topic today is have you ever tried auto fellatio have you ever tried to blow yourself have you ever tried to suck yourself off tonight let's start with you john oh yeah probably stands (laughs) you probably stand the best chance of all of uh all of us at pulling this one off john ever tried sucking yourself off
1: I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was trying to put my cock in my mouth. <laughs>
2: and That's um, why we can't hear you.
0: Yeah, hello. <laughs> um, if anyone in my family has discovered this website, and I know some of you have, it's probably time to turn your computers off and get the hell out of here. Okay? <laughs> warning. Warning. <laughs> I'll bet you a chiropractor could get somebody to do it. You know what? Maybe we could go to a chiropractor and say, listen, Tom's this like, is. like,
4: there's some way. There has is, to be.
0: This is really what I want to do. Just be honest. Like, Look, Doc, this is what I want to do. Can you help me out? Can you help a brother out, man? Wonder if a chiropractor could, or a yoga instructor,
2: or maybe he'd just take care of it himself. And <laughs> you know I call it a day. When I go
0: <laughs> go to a bookstore and I look at those yoga books, and they and they always have you know a section of pictures of them in their positions. I always try to find the picture of the guy with it's got his chin sitting on his asshole. You know, because then you know he can do it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Research. Yep.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I would just. Uh, you know, I probably ought to go into chiropractic practice myself. That's what I should do. <laughs> <laughs> and I my, my the entire my practice would be solely for that reason.
3: And we could shoot porn on the side. That's your next way to serve. Uh,
0: and we could advertise it right here on Measure Action.
3: We
2: could. There yep. you go. The auto-fellatio chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> you too, MD. So, when he comments on the extra few pounds, is that, is that he put on that, or was that from him swallowing? I,
4: I thought the same thing. <laughs> I had to keep reading and go, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, isn't that what does that it Does it count for that? <laughs> I've heard it's high on calories. Is it? No. Where's our scientist? Alan, Google?
4: Actually, I read this just the other day, and, and no, it's oh, not okay. very high on calories. It's, it's quite similar to egg white.
2: Oh, Ew. so it'll give you a heart attack first, <laughs> I guess.
4: <laughs> no, the white, honey, not the yolk.
2: <laughs> oh, the yolk's bad, okay.
0: Show number five. The Small Talk Show. Oh, oops, oops, are we recording?
4: Yeah.
2: Did you did you hover?
0: Oh, oh have we been recording? Hello? Yes. Doop, doop, doop. Hello? We've been recording. Testing, one, two, three.
2: Did you hit hover back <laughs> when we all hit the button or now? Hello?
0: Hello? <laughs> <laughs> what are you putting in your coffee?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Something psychedelic, imagine. from the sounds of it.
0: Yeah, whatever it is, it kicks in quick. That was supposed to be the the my my segue into hello. Are we recording? Oh, oops. Hello and welcome to Measure Action Radio. Oh, that didn't oh, work. It didn't work. You should have ran. You with stopped it. talking. <laughs> are we recording? Oh. Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Measurection Radio. <laughs> I don't have a script. I don't have a script this week. There's no outline, there's no nothing. We're going to do this all different people and you're hearing it raw. Hello and welcome to Measurection Radio. This is your host Sean, founder of Measurection.com. Isn't that the website? <laughs> Oh, Let's see, job. I got a posse here. Um, and is, posse. It my meatus, is this my meatus monkeys or the penis posse? The penis oh, posse. Or
2: the what? The
0: penis the posse. monkeys.
2: Uh, We're all members of the penis Posse. Penis po- Say it ten times <laughs> fast. <laughs> penis posse. <laughs> you,
4: no, you must enunciate. Where's that coffee? Penis posse.
2: Enunciate.
0: Penis posse.
2: There you posse. go. Penis posse.
0: You're listening to Measure Action Radio.
2: Are we English now?
0: <laughs> the penis pussy. The small,
2: station with the, the it's
0: small, it's small station with the big... The small station with the big...
4: It's hard to wrap your tongue around. <laughs> Hot. La,
2: la, 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 la. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I can't do that or else I'll lick the microphone. Hello.
0: Hello and welcome to Measure Action Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number five, November 5th, 2005. I'm your host, Sean. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean, founder of measurection.com. dot com. Oh my God, he's been drinking. You know, what it
4: Alan. is. We have no script. We go crazy, and he's going to go nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we we go to the races here in Charlotte, and we bring we bring our own little pop up tent and uh, a bucket of kitty litter because the toilets get so disgusting. <laughs> a yeah. bucket of kitty litter? What a good idea! You know, uh, yep, yeah,
4: it works. No doubt. <laughs>
2: I bought the kind for multiple cats, too. It worked well.
4: Mm. <laughs> mm. I never would have thought <laughs> that.
2: Do you,
1: what, what do you do? Do you, do you, like, bring a scooper or something, or what?
2: <laughs> That's what we had a, a a lady friend of my brother's here, and we kept teasing her that she kept getting her foot stuck in the bucket. But...
5: <laughs>
3: now I know why I don't go to NASCAR races.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, no doubt, eh? We spent, like, 18 hours in the parking lot the one day. You know, we were there a total of
0: 18 hours tailgating, so... Got to do something.
4: Tailgating. You use the kind
0: of kitty litter that clumps up whenever you scoop it out?
2: (laughs) I think it was Tiny Cat.
0: Tiny Cat. We didn't
2: scoop, though. (laughs) We just kept adding more.
0: (laughs) So you're throwing it into the the porta-potties.
2: No, we just had like a five-gallon bucket and a little tarp. Oh,
0: you're doing this in your own
4: Yeah, they made their own outhouse.
2: Because basically by race weekend in Charlotte, the porta potties are well overfilled, and there's 50 people in line for them. You almost have to really plan ahead. Yeah,
4: like, same with like at, at Merritt. There was tons of porta potties everywhere, but I mean, they and they clean them out once a day. But with that many thousands, like there was, God, hundred thousand people there, tons of thousands yeah. of people, you know. And they tried to cover up the shit smell with cinnamon. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Oh, my yeah, that's God. So, you
4: know, like, it, it just it just smells like Cine-ass. <laughs>
0: Measure Action Radio Visit. <laughs> the Measure Action Radio Forum. Oh, I did that. You so said you wrong. didn't want it scripted. <laughs> but you got it scripted real bad here.
2: It's not scripted. <laughs> it's just...
0: Measure Action Radio Forum by visiting. <laughs> visit, <laughs> that's what it said. That's why I started with visit. www.measureaction.com. Com slash radio. Radio at is how you can email us. Thank you, everybody, listeners and viewers. Thank you, SOS sponsors, for making this all happen.
3: We have viewers? I didn't know anyone was watching.
0: <laughs> Please, John, take that out. And I will have to make this, the whole outline next time. Thank you very much, That's uh, Josh. That's for the bloopers yep. reel. Yeah. <laughs> thank listeners and viewers. <laughs>
2: Well, the viewers of the website—we have readers.
0: Thank listeners and viewers is what this outline says. <laughs> You're supposed to says? thank the listeners and viewers.
2: <laughs> God
0: damn it! <laughs> Shit, that's we why. I that think we either should either. do it we can over. Thank the listeners the and whole the viewers. Freaking show! Here are some clips from show number six.
1: Where is the strangest place you ever masturbated?
2: You're supposed to have another person with you to be join the Mile High Club.
0: Well I did wasn't the Mile High Club. I just wanted to see if I wanted to see if it felt any different. You know, altitude and all <laughs> altitude. It didn't. You know, that was pretty much it. And did I, it you know? No. Oh, okay. No. Wait,
1: I didn't hear you. You wanted you wanted to see if it was different, a if different was, feeling yeah, and a different. altitude? Any different.
0: It was a long time ago. I was you know so, how, like, so you
1: um, were conducting I like little stupid. science experiments on the airplane yeah. in the
0: bathroom or what? Well, you, know, you know, when, when you, you drink you, on a plane it feels different. Uh, drinking feels different on a plane, doesn't it? No. More, it is. Well, you don't drink. You wouldn't know. I love drinking on a plane. You get three times as blitzed. Do we have any more? You know, I liked... There was a big... There was a long
2: one. And I don't want to read the whole thing, uh, but you can view it in the radio form on measureaction.com. But there's a member named T.L. Maitre, uh, who really had an extensive list of odd places. So I'll just read a a paragraph or two. But he says uh, he was a, a bell ringer at church growing up, and as I sat alone on the old balcony where no one could see me and I'd get bored, I frequently jacked off up there during Mass. At another church we'd go to sometimes, the priest was a hot young thing, fresh out of seminary, dark curly hair, deep blue eyes, and I'd have to go do it next door in the parish hall bathroom. He did it in confessional... Uh, in the room behind the front of the church where the priest got ready, and in the van on the way back from a church youth meeting in Atlanta. He's masturbated in schools, uh, grade school through college, uh, in classrooms, bathrooms, and once in his chemistry lab in high school. Uh, He's done it in the gym bathroom, in the gym locker room, in the Y locker room during a (laughs) lock-in high school. He's done it in the green room of the auditorium. Uh, When he was in a performing arts troupe And once in the control booth He was working the lights and sound for a school production Um, He (laughs) said that was kind of stupid Because he could have easily been caught But he had a big, uh, huge crush on this guy Named Chris, who who is now actually A professional actor in Hollywood Uh, And he had a scene with his shirt off So he says he was 15, you know, give him a break Uh, He says he's beat off all over his various dorm rooms, apartments, houses, and places of residence, as well as those of friends, families, lovers, boyfriends, girlfriends, and their families, backyards, Front yards. His DNA
0: is everywhere
2: <laughs> in the car, in the driveway, on the back deck, in the swimming pool, in the dog pen. No, there were no dogs in there at the time. Uh, get your mind out of the gutter. In a friend's bedroom while he was laying next to me on the floor watching Tango and Cash.
1: Oh man, um, that's he's so He's masturbated
2: hot. in the car, in the front seat, back seat, as a passenger, as a driver. Uh, when he was 13, he did it in the back seat of his car while his mother was driving him home from school one afternoon. <laughs> He's done it on all up and down Highway 280 from Birmingham and I six I 65 to Mobile, and he once jacked his way um, back to Texas across I 10 through Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. <laughs> so I think he, nature really,
0: is just more honest I, than I we are. I have one
2: thing to say.
0: <laughs> what? That's yes! so wrong. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, oh. and I could read forever because he you know I've masturbated in hospitals patient rooms both my own and those of others in the I've, bathroom in a male doctor's changing oh room
4: God. I totally <laughs> bow down I bow he down said,
1: I've done it in hotel rooms looking out the window over New Orleans Atlanta Kansas City St. Louis Chicago Paris Dallas Austin Houston San Antonio Memphis oh Springfield God. Jacksonville Daytona Beach Knoxville Nashville Columbus and Peoria <laughs>
0: <laughs> the triborough area uh, you know, <laughs> And he's here in Dallas. I, we got to yeah. meet him.
1: I've also played solo in the middle of fields all across Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. <laughs> Are you still reading it?
2: <laughs> yeah, there's just, we're skipping around, but it's great. Oh, Good wow. Lord, that's funny. He's, oh. Government offices, a federal bank vault.
4: I like the different things he uses. He whacked his willy, he burped the burrito, he unloaded <laughs> it and uh, diddled my dinky, jerked the gherkin.
2: <laughs>
1: Rub the Reuben. Yeah.
2: I like the the federal bank vault. When he says he did it in a federal bank vault, does rubbing yourself through dockers count? I guess it does. He's done it in a police station, a high school field trip, various workplaces. He's he really as gets I around said.
0: It. He's more he's just more honest than the rest of us. <laughs> oh my totally. god, that's
3: hysterical. Train stations, up some Nova memories. Scotia? I forgot I'd done a couple of those Yes, that recitation he brought a, sa- brought a couple of memories back to me too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he even goes on to say he's a member of the of the Mile High Wackers club, Sean. So you two could start a club. There you go. So he says somewhere over Nova Scotia, he wiggled his worm. Um somewhere over in Nova
1: Scotia. The one that we have to mention, though, is the last thing. He says, but I have to say the most thrilling place was on top of the Eiffel Tower in the rain. I didn't get to finish because there were too many people around, but damn, it was fun. Yeah, I love to masturbate.
0: (laughs) Show seven.
1: Live from the 2005 Atlanta Regional Gathering.
0: Hello and welcome to Measurection Radio, episode number seven, for release on November 19th, 2005. We are podcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, where our god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Blooper reel.
2: Last night we were we were very serious. We 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 spent last evening uh, bonding more than uh, you know running around doing any touristy things in the evening. We we spent a lot of time talking. We and, did
0: coke uh, in the afternoon and then we came back and
3: That's the <laughs> I didn't mean. No, 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 no. There was a line involved but it wasn't the line of
0: Coke. I didn't realize. We went
3: to the world. I, of coke.
0: I didn't plan that.
3: One of the touristy things one does in Atlanta.
0: Coca-Cola is world headquarters. Is was invented here in in Atlanta, and we took the tour. We didn't do Coke. We, then we came hit. home and did marijuana. <laughs> Right, write that in English, Josh, and I can, I'll can. i read it. Josh, whatever.
3: the, the problem of having us all in one room is there's a tendency to try to signal one another or pass notes to one another. Josh <laughs> just passed <laughs> me a note. It ain't working.
0: Josh, Josh just passed me a note written on it. He pointed at it and said, read this, and it, it, it it's, it's all in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like creamy Asian. You should be able to do it. Too. I'm learning Chinese.
2: Yeah, a dick did bounce off my chin twice,
0: so... <laughs> but most of the guys I have to say so that most hard. of the guys up there and there were what 30, 30
3: at, over the course of the night yes. they would
0: switch off and there would be five up there and they'd be dancing and you could people would go up and tip them I guess it's like your regular titty bar you know <laughs> yes,
3: I've except it yeah. wasn't titty shaking
0: and uh, <laughs> people would take the tips up you know and then you could get these private dances people would come to the table and you know I wasn't all that well, I was there it was interesting and I was you know, most of them had fire hoses hanging between their legs, uh, big sausages, and, you know, it was it was fun, it was interesting, and then... There was one dancer who qualified for membership.
2: We call him the Creamy Asian. God.
0: Somebody else talk <laughs> about
2: it. Sean, Sean's off a cleft. He's Twitter-pated,
4: Diane.
2: Ethan <laughs> right. will talk about it. Well, tell See, him See, it's
4: not that, my turn
0: to be One to of the best-looking guys on the planet. What's well, one? the best-looking one there he had the most beautiful body. He told me that he worked out at the gym at Georgia Tech.
3: He's there studying journalism, working his way through college that can make 800 bucks in a night of dancing
2: there. It was his second day. Wow. And and just, he was so beautiful, and his penis was probably a, a half or the third of the size of everybody else there. I think it was in a semi erect state the whole time, and maybe.
0: And we told him over, two or over three inches. and over and it was best beautiful one there. And, and he, he really boosted his confidence. Up. He had,
2: you know, Diane, you talked about confidence. Yeah. He had it. He knew we were. He knew we enjoyed him, See? and he was up there doing his thing, and, and it didn't bother him. That's hot. That you know, there was a twelve inch or a nine inch or a ten inch guy next to him. He was doing his thing.
1: Show number eight. The small talk show part two. <laughs>
0: One of the things that I've noticed about John is everything I get from him is perfectly punctuated. The grammar is, everything is impeccable. Everything is absolutely wonderful. And yesterday and the day before, it was like some dyslexic <laughs> six-year-old was writing to me. Everything was all fucked up. The words were all wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, everything, you know, the punctuation was wrong and poor guy must have had a horrible week, you know? I was talking to John the other day about uh the feedback we're getting. Uh we do get a lot of feedback on the show in the forum, in the radio forum, but I don't ever get any email. We we hardly ever get any email. We get we get a couple, we get, you know, I've I've only gotten a few emails and I love email. I love to hear from people. I love to hear what they think about the show, especially when I get those emails from People outside of the website, you know, that I've never that, that that discovered us in iTunes or somewhere else, you know. So if
2: you're listening, people, write to us. But
0: anyway, I said, I said to John the other day, I said, I've been keeping up with Bruiser, you know. John's got got his own personal podcast. It's the Bruiser Chronicles, and uh, he gets more feedback than CNN. <laughs> he told me. He said. <laughs> he said, "Well, it's because I use a zipper." <laughs> He said, I use a zipper. He said, you need to start using a zipper, Sean. <laughs>
2: a zipper? Because he unzipped his pants. He unzipped his pants at the end of um, one of his podcasts. <laughs> okay. It's the king of small media, Sean Yondo on Misdirection Radio.
0: ho, <laughs> Oh, God, that's so funny. That is one of the funniest things ever. That heard. is funny. She blew that right out of her own body. I wonder if Diane can queef. Show number nine. Would you rather be a shower or a grower? Hey there, everybody.
1: This is John, co host, producer, and editor of Resurrection Radio. Every week, our team works hard to bring you the best possible show we can. Sure, we're not always at the top of our game, but hey, who is? Well, just for fun, I thought I would take you behind the scenes in the studio of Resurrection Radio in the moments before our recording begins. The lengths to which your loyal and faithful hosts go to prepare both the material and give proper nurturing to their delicate voices is nothing short of outstanding, and the standard by which everyone in broadcasting should measure their professionalism. What you're about to hear is the graphic realism not found on your local nightly newscast. Enjoy.
0: Shut up! Tell them to shut the fuck up, goddammit! it! Okay? Uh, shit! Tell them sons of bitches, everybody else, goddammit. <coughs> oh <coughs>
4: fingers Man. on the
5: right
4: fucking keys. <coughs> what the <coughs> hell is all <on> the <coughs> something? <coughs> Yeah, I'm to do <coughs> a radio show
5: okay. and all I'm hearing is stop,
0: stop, 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 stop. Mm. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay.
4: <laughs> yes, I did. My husband, and he's gonna, if he ever hears this, he'll kill me. But my husband, if he's peeing really hard and he's pushing it out, he, like, gets jet propelled at the same time and he says, it's not my fault.
0: I have to push it. Well, there out. was
2: a. We laughed about that. There's a, there's a thread or a poll or something oh, about farting God, at the urinal. About
0: this. What?
2: And Sean and I found it while looking for the poll for last week, and and we started laughing about farting at the
0: urinal at the Is whole that acceptable? Poll.
4: Our, I haven't seen that one.
2: Well,
0: I think we have to do a show on I that, that sometime. Yes. I don't talk about it. I don't fart ever. Ever? <laughs> I won't be a part of that show. Huh? Never. I have, my husband is, like, crazy. I've got never farted, farted a day farted in my life. Ass. I have filters. I have a filter pack on me all the time. <laughs> oh, I can fart. <laughs> I have sphincter control. My asshole has teeth. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, he tells me most, most most of the comments are good, but some people, I, I think he told me the other day, one guy, one guy said... Uh, uh, I love it. I love the podcast. It's, it, it, it's, it's hysterical, but they don't talk about penis very much, do they? <laughs> so, well, yeah, you know, we're we going to talk, talk about, about it some days, on and some site. days we're going to, yeah, some days we're going to talk about John being a bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. Are you small, soft, but large, hard? If you could have an extra inch in length, would you rather have that extra inch to your soft size? You'd rather be a shower, or to your hard size, you'd rather be a grower. Do you want to impress the guys in the locker room, or the ladies in the bedroom?
2: This was an interesting, as you may remember, last week we talked about trying to do this uh, topic, and we had an old thread on it with a poll, and the poll was we couldn't find the a old poll. Couple years pole. ago, yeah, a couple of years ago, we reposted it, and the results came up different. The original results of the poll showed that most guys would rather have that extra inch soft, meaning they were more concerned about about showing off for other guys. Uh, but now we've reposted this poll, and 62% now say uh, they would want that extra inch to be at their hard oh, size. And, yeah, so it's the exact opposite well, of what it was before. Maybe it, by going it, around saying, that but nobody
4: cares about flaccid side, people are actually listening.
2: That's what Alan said. It just means measure actions work here. But <laughs> maybe it, it, so, it, it, but, you know, the, that, the
0: reason us. that we brought this topic up is because we found it so interesting, fascinating, that guys wanted to strut around and show that they had a little something in the locker room you know or what, you know, what would your to, vote be on my vote yeah. I would rather have the uh, the length flaccid me me too um,
4: I know if my husband was to have another inch I would want him to have it flaccid simply because I don't want him any big or hard
2: He's big enough in the bedroom
4: yeah oh at times too big.
2: John, you maybe don't need any additional size, but if you which which way would you go?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> can go right ahead.
1: Um on my heels.
5: What?
2: <laughs> I think my favorite is uh Falien. Yeah. He says Hmm. Plus one flaccid would be kind of uncomfortable. Plus one erect, and I'd be bumping things. Better left unbumped. Can I have the extra inch to my tongue, please? <laughs> yes, <that's your>
0: name. <laughs> and
1: finally, show number ten: struggling with sexuality.
0: When they hear this, when they hear this kind of a, uh, this kind of a song, or this kind of thing played on the radio or on a podcast, how does it make you feel? Let's let's hear this clip. So low
5: that you don't know way to go
4: come on and
0: take a walk in my shoes never worry about a thing
5: got the world on a string because I've got the cure for all
1: of my blue love I take a look at my enormous penis I my troubles start to melt away.
3: I take a look at my enormous
1: penis. Saying the happy times are coming to stay. I gotta sing and I dance when I glance in my pants. And the feeling's like a sunshiny day. I take a look at my enormous penis. Saying everything is going my way.
0: That's called Enormous Penis by Da Vinci's Notebook. I know it. (laughs) You you know it? I own it. You do do not. I do,
4: they play it on (laughs) Rock 101, one of our local radio
5: stations all the time.
1: I thought to myself, you know, if I'm gay, that's fine, I can deal with it. If I'm straight, that's fine, I can deal with it. But the thing that really became difficult was, oh my god, I'm attracted to men and women, what the fuck am I? You know? And... It, it was so confusing to me. I thought, okay, if I'm attracted to guys, fine, great. I'm attracted to guys. Just let me accept myself as gay. But holy fuck, does that woman turn me on? You know, and then I think, my God, no, I'm straight. But, you know, Jesus See, Christ. See, and the
2: there, there are a lot of gay guys that don't that don't believe or don't, that I, you know, I've heard or seen them post that they don't believe that, or they think that the right. reason why people say bisexual is because they don't want to admit that they're gay. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like... Uh, alternative lifestyles you know we're we're in a minority of course and it sometimes feels and this is just me of course but it sometimes feels that like bisexuality is a minority within a minority we're looked at we're looked at in the gay community as people who are gay that are just afraid to say they're gay and want to pretend they're you know partially straight and afraid to get afraid to let go of their heterosexuality but we're looked at in the heterosexual community, is people who are gay who are just afraid to admit it, not fully and accepted you know,
4: in either in either category.
1: Well, I think you, think? you know, like going back to the um, the statement that I forgot who made it now, Sean. I think you did originally saying that um, people use it as a uh, you know, gay men. Uh, Some bisexuals are actually gay men that refuse to let go of their heterosexuality. A lot of people use it as kind of a transition label, a transitional label. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of bisexual people may be in a transition and may be on their way to accepting themselves as a homosexual instead of a bisexual, instead of a heterosexual. But you
4: don't feel you are?
1: No, I know I'm not. No. No, The straight guys out there that are kind of afraid of of the side of them that finds another man attractive, don't be afraid of it. Because every man, I don't care how straight you are, can look at a man and go, that's an attractive man. You know, don't be afraid of that. Don't think that's making you homosexual or bisexual. Don't think that that is making you challenge who you are. It, it's not. Everybody finds people attractive.
4: Beauty is beauty.
1: Right. You know, in so many... Straight men, or just men in general, will think, "Oh my God, I'm attracted to guys." Does that make me gay? Well, no, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> well, I'm you know? gay, but I certainly know uh, an attractive woman or or a hot
3: babe when I see one.
0: I know it when I see it. Yeah, you know, knowing it and being turned
3: on like. by it are not the same thing. Maybe I was naive, but as a as a young teenager, and the the notion of sex between Two guys was was not something I could comprehend. I had no, we didn't talk, such things weren't talked about, and, and I couldn't imagine it uh, in the, the early days. And, and my, some of the fantasies that I would, would masturbate to would be fantasies of, of friends having sex or myself having sex. It was always heterosexual because that was the only kind I could imagine. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I see. but I knew as I imagined those things, particularly as I imagined uh, the guys and girls that I knew having sex together, it was always the guys I was interested in. Now, mm-hmm. I, I didn't let myself have those thoughts uh, when I actually was with those people. But, in, but in, in fantasy, it was the guys I was always thinking about right. in those relationships.
1: That's interesting because I think I think a lot of I think more people than not probably do do that.
3: That's, See, I never had any
2: experiences like that, but about that fourth, fifth grade, even before I I believe I don't believe I exhibit any signs of being gay and I certainly, you know, I was into into girls at the time, but the extreme insult by other kids was to call someone gay or a fag or you know what I mean and that just Yeah that became the thing to do and so right. i was often called gay
4: and who knew
0: <laughs> who knew you know that we didn't have a <laughs> girlfriend girl to to me i don't know why i was i that i never heard the homo thing uh growing up
4: really oh it was huge and uh, not
0: until probably after high school um did you Alan? you you and i are
3: in the well, in the uh, probably 5th sixth grade maybe a little into the seventh grade i had some experiences where i was called a sissy that was the only word i don't think i heard the word i don't know if the word gay was being used see at that my time. nephews well, my, my what, teenage
2: nephews right now everything yeah. that's so gay or that's gay or oh,
3: don't yeah. be gay
2: or that's and they still they do that right now well, when did and i'm always kind of like you know that don't that's not really nice yeah, when you did know? those right. words
4: come out though i mean what decades are we talking? And I'm not saying that to be funny guys. But (laughs) I mean Sean, you and you and Alan are are what, twenty years older than me. It was prevalent when I was in school.
2: Gay used to have a different meaning.
3: I mean, it used to be fun,
4: jolly, happy time.
3: But I was I mean there were there were there were there were a number of reasons I think that I was called a sissy, not the least of which was that I never had any eye hand coordination. I was never any good in any sport. I can't even I can't even play the fast computer games because I have no eye-hand coordination.
0: But you were probably a bookworm type uh, yeah. in the yeah. nerd category. Where yes. you, and those guys often get called sissies when you know it's probably the wrong thing to. Call, but right. oh, yeah. um, I don't remember gay was a, was used during. I remember seeing it in publications back yeah. in nineteen
2: fifty three is when it took on the. Um, I just did a little Googling here. 1953 is when it took on okay.
0: the, the purpose of homosexual. Okay, I mean, that's
4: what I was curious about, yeah.
0: Even with all the rednecks I grew up with, I'd never heard the homo making fun of, uh, uh, oh, you're a dick sucker, none of that stuff, except... Uh,
3: no, I hadn't either.
4: Were you married, Alan? No.
3: No? Never was. I I was a workaholic. Okay. Yeah. And I so that that I, gave you an excuse
2: to yes, not be married my, when people wondered why yeah, you weren't married. My
3: job was my closet.
4: Well, isn't that interesting?
3: I yeah. worked uh, I worked sixty seventy hour weeks for twenty some years.
4: Goodness wow. gracious!
3: See, that's what I do. I figure
2: when the time is right, I'll have to out myself.
4: Right? Although you haven't done I'm, that yet, I'm working
3: on.
2: No, I mean you know I I am on the site, but you know, good God, if my family ever hears this radio show or or visits the site, but before we attended that that gay pride thing at the Men's Gathering, I had, again, I had visions of what it was and that I didn't really want any part of the craziness of it. And I I had told Alan that I might not be attending. And Alan actually convinced me to attend by saying he had never attended anything like that, which, you know, I I thought at his age, he probably, you know, he's probably seen these types of things before, but he said he'd never attended anything like that. And, you know... For good or for bad that's what he was and he just wanted to go and see what it was what it was about and a lot of people were gonna go checking it out and, and he was gonna for the first time go check it out so that just sort of put me in my mindset well all right I'll go I'll go check it out with Alan you know what the heck? I'll go you go. I wouldn't and I' wouldn't not,
3: be so worried about about the coming out part Josh as the uh, just not burying yourself in the closet the way I did yeah. not, not having gay friends not not Put uh, oh. you know, having having no social life or 20-some years. Not right. only
0: not only did Josh right. go to the Gay Pride event, he had a documentary film crew following him. <laughs> I did. If someone not thing.
4: out of the closet, you're very out. Document everything.
2: When that fucking film comes out, I'm jumping off the nearest bridge. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Josh. No.
0: We've got a film. we got a movie coming out that's going to showcase us. Sean
2: and I will be in that movie. Yes. Yeah, you're just not and comfortable that-
1: coming out yet.
2: Right. Okay. Just Why? what I do and the people I know and my family and, and, and such. Now I think when I find the right person and and there's a need to Right. Then I think it'll be time. Right now I don't see the, the reason you know, Josh? I don't I don't pretend not to be gay.
4: Josh, what's I just, the worst that could happen?
3: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can tell I'm you it is amazingly liberating i I'm just yes. you know what really, let, yeah.
4: let me just I don't want you to answer that, but I just want you to think about that what's the, what's worst, the worst that could happen that could happen
3: yeah that's okay. a
4: good
2: that's a good way to uh good way and I've always been private to my family, so even when I was younger and dated women you know i didn't I didn't even let them know who I was dating or what I was doing, so I'm sort of used to being private, so at this point I just kind of you're private I just kind of do my <laughs> thing and yeah and uh when it's their time to know, I assume they will. But right. Well, maybe the first or, step or, should be
0: to become a Democrat. <laughs> 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 That'll be the first step.